You are listening to the Wahal Podcast. Wahal means speak, say, or talk in the world of language. This is a show for you about culture, society, and more. talk about um maki sal um bringing a third term to the elections um that is coming up pretty soon and um my take on that is that he needs to be careful because other countries are sending him signal we look at guinea today alpha conde is trying to get a third term and people started protesting already in ivory coast uh watara said he was going to leave the office and give power to um Amadou Gonkulibali who passed away. But then um, now he is trying to change what he, he, he said. And on Thursday, he's going to make a public announcement saying that he might or might not run for office. And I think um, if he runs for office, it will be issues between the countries. And we trying to make sure that what happened in 2000 won't happen again. What is your guys' take on it? And what you guys think about Uh, a third term for Mikey. Right. Um, I honestly, um, for me, and, and this may not be the popular opinion, I think that it's a lot of noise about not much. You know, like for the main reason being that somebody's tried that before when Abdullah did that. And Mikey Sal saw what happened because he was amongst the people who was protesting that. And What you saw is that it was not just his people. It was a coalition of people. It was a coalition so of people that got deserve, together. So do you think he deserves a third term? No. Man, I'm going to cut the wire on you here. This ain't got nothing to do with it. It's just anti-constitutional. But to me, like, if you're doing a great job, I'm not judging if he's doing a great job or not, but if you're doing a great job, we should give you a chance. No, it, it doesn't matter what great job you're doing. It, you cannot set that. You can't set that type of like precedent because because whether you're doing a great job or not is subjective. You know, like somebody can come in and say, "Hey, look, all, all of my militants like say I'm doing a great job, so I do deserve a third term." You know, like but we, you know, but, why but not we, go full fourth after that? But, but we saw countries that are progressing, like Rwanda, where their president is having terms after terms. And he's still doing good. I can give yeah. you an example in countries like That's true. Uh, T- Tunisia when they had a dictator, yes, but he was progressing very Rwanda. well. And, Rwanda. And, and, and now they, 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 he, they, he left power and the country um, doesn't have their, 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 their things together. I feel like that's a separate conversation, right? Because, you know, you are, you are touching on something that a lot of us think, you know, and I don't know that like a lot of us are necessarily having that conversation which is, are we really ready to, for our democracies to work following exactly the Western model as it is set right now? Do we need maybe, and you know, I'm going to get killed by this, uh, for this, but do you need, in some instances, a little touch of authoritarianism like Kagame is doing? 
You know, if we the problem with that is it's a very slippery slide, man. I mean, like I'm very interested to hear what Paco has to say about that because I feel like those are two different, you know. Yeah, but be, be, before he 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 give us his his idea, I would I would like to put something out there. So you know, the, our constitution says you know two terms, right? Yes. But um, we can change the constitution based on what's good on the country. You know, it, it, it is not written anywhere that the constitution cannot change. I'm not saying it should change, but we should look into you know what's the greater benefit of everyone. And then um, put the constitution in 2020 terms, you know. Well, no, um, I like to hear. I like to hear Paco first, like before I respond to that. All right, so I think that um, Mikey, if we just go by the book, if you just go by the constitution, he cannot have a third term because even though the constitution says that. You can only have two terms of five years each, right? But the thing is, his first term also was seven years, you know, so does it count as a five-year term? So those were some of the things that people were saying. So this guy can maybe have a third term. But then when you look at also the Constitution, the Constitution says that you cannot have more than two consecutive terms. You know what I'm saying? So this is his second term. So technically, he cannot have a third term. So that's out of the way. But at the same time, I feel like what Lemmy says makes sense. You know, I feel like people can get up or, I don't know, Maki can bring um, an amendment and add to the Constitution to add more terms, you know. And it would be up to the people to decide on that. Like, like you said, Dema, it happens in Rwanda, you know. And it looks like it's a system that's working. It happens in China. This past 50 years, China, you know, it's like 300 people, 300 million poor people will pull out of poverty. You know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. a system that works in both countries. But will it work in Senegal? I don't know, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. And I don't think I don't think that the Senegalese people will be okay with that type of thing. But I feel like also for us to be a democratic like country, we need to have a very strong middle class because those are the people that will really hold accountable the government. But Senegal doesn't have a strong middle class. So the democracy, we just talk about it, but is it really there? You feel me? That's good. I'm, I'm going to say this part in what I've just, this is just, this is my last take on this. So for example, the guy was caught red-handed, you know, with mm-hmm. a lot of fake fake bills, money, you know, he went to jail. He did not. He was in jail for like five months. Top. Now he's out. You feel me? You go to jail today, you're gonna see hundreds, if not thousands, oh, that's of kids that were found outside with probably, you know, what I mean, one joint. They were smoking some weed. No, but that's also someone. a separate issue. That's right? definitely. I'm just because you got people. Because you got people who are being caught here in the United States. Trading secrets with foreign intelligence, you know, and who just go to jail for what? Three weeks? Not, don't even go to jail. So, you know, that sort of thing happens everywhere. I don't think, you know, that it's um, it's like an indictment on Senegal that we're dealing with that too. But I'm, I, I want to I wanna just, you did bring up a couple of points, you know, so I want to like, so my response is going to be on two points. Like first, with what you were saying, Paco, 
that you are right. There are certain countries where you see that and it works. You know, you gave the example of Rwanda, China. You can also give the example of Vietnam, you know. Like, and I, for me, the one thing I noticed about all those countries, where they ruled, you know, and with a little touch of authoritarianism is that, like, those are countries that have all went through a certain trauma, like, that almost brought upon a certain sense of national u- unity. Something like gravely traumatic happened. And that's not necessarily the history of Senegal, you know, for the most part, not entirely because I'm from Kazakhstan, of course. Like Senegal has been a mostly peaceful country where people favor dialogue and debate and, you know, all of this. And we, you know, we haven't had like a sort of national tragedy where violence, you know, and all these type of things happened to the point where people were like, okay, we have to find a better path forward together. So I don't think like that we have the same type of mentality. And the other thing, right, which I want to pile on, and that's uh, to answer Lamin on what he was saying. I agree that, you know, in principle, say something so good was happening for the people that the people should have the, the ability to say, okay, you know what? this right here might be something better for us. So we need to, you know, change and do X. The problem is we're a young nation and like our institutions are not strong enough to start like playing with it, you know, like fiddling with it, like changing it, our constitution every now and then. Like we don't, if we, we, we need to establish tradition and customs. That's what democracies are built on. You know, because laws are just that, like traditions and customs that are commonly accepted by the people and they're established as laws. And we are such a young nation that if we just start, like, I don't know, like changing the constitutions every five years, every 10 years, you don't really have strong institutions and you don't have a strong country. That's what I'm afraid of. I, I agree with that. But do you think our constitution was written on the greater benefits of Senegalese people? I, um, that's a tricky question because I don't think so is the obvious answer for me. No, right? But it's not necessarily, in order to, in order to rule a nation made of um, so many different people, um, there has to be some sort of basis it might not be perfect, but we need to establish some sort of basis that we're going to work on top of to make it better. But if we try to change the foundations at every turn, then our house is going to be, you know, like built upon shaky ground. And that just can be dangerous for, for democracy going forward. But do you think that the Constitution is definitely not perfect, though? You know, absolutely and not. We, absolutely not. And there's, I don't think that we can get to a perfect constitution. But I feel like, like, let me say, this constitution, like, is it, was it really built for the type of society that we have? You know, because let's just face it, most of right. our constitution was just a copy and paste. No, you, you guys are absolutely right. Look, democracy, democracy itself, mm. our society is not built for that yet. You know what I mean? 
Like we don't, we don't even have, do we, you know, and we have had this conversation before, not on, you know, not on Mike, uh, of course, but we don't even, Senegal is not, we don't have a, something that you call a society. We have a lot of communities. You know, we have a lot of people who identify to a certain community based on multiple, you know, based on multiple like criteria, you know, but we don't, so even our way of life is not made for democracy yet, but you know, this is where we are and we have to take our lumps, you know, in the way to fine tune it, you know, because we've seen countries that are struggling with democracies, the country that we all live in right now, they're all like, their hair is on fire and they've been trying to do this thing for what, like 300 and some years? So, you know, I feel like we just have to, yes, we're not, we're not just going to leave everything unchanged and not challenge the status quo, not trying to improve, but something as impactful as that with the consequences that it can have, I just think, like, leave it as be. Yeah, for, for, the, for, the, for the presidential terms and all that, I think the way it is right now, I think should, we shouldn't change it. We should just leave it the way it is. Yeah, I mean, for how and long? I, and I'm really know. not too worried about it, honestly, you know. You know, so I think we should just... Yeah, the way things are going right now, it's because it's this is the thing, though. For change, change is like... Change happens with slowly, you know. It just happens. It, it just doesn't happen at once. Like, you know, oh, maybe this could be... This is probably, you know what I mean, the beginning. But, you know, people just want results. It's right now. Especially our generation, bro. We just we want everything right now because we are so used to especially look at just our phones. It's like you click, you get a response. You input, you get an output. It's yeah. like everything is just right now, right now. Instant right. gratification. So we want Absolutely. everything right now. We want everything to work right now. Mm-hmm. It just you know what I mean? And you know, that's not um that's not how things work. Yeah. You know, like my pop like to you use this phrase, man. Say la de la democracy. That's, you know, that's true. Like, that's really what I think it is, man. Like, sometimes we tend to forget that all of our fathers were born before we were free countries. That's facts. So, so, but I think things will change as our generation gets into power. And then, as you said, you know, I don't think Mackie is going to have a way to get a third term. You know, because if we try, we're going to push back. Our generation is definitely going to push back on it. But um, speaking to our generation, then we have to think if we need to be uh, more involved into politics. Oh, man. I I agree. Absolutely. I mean, there is just... That transition was smooth, bro. I like that. I mean, you know, like Segway (laughs) King over here. Yes. (laughs) So, so, So the thing is, you know, when you look at our governments today, you know, most people in power are very old. You know, it's not very likely that you're going to get into the government if you're not in your 40s, you know? But we need new ideas and things that make sense to our generations. And then how can we be more involved so we can, you know, change things into what makes sense to us? Because what makes sense to the people in power today doesn't necessarily make sense to us. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and we had a conversation about this a few weeks back, right? I Because I think about this a lot about how and why should the youth, you know, get more involved, right? And it occurred to me that 
if you live in a certain area, you will have the impression that most of the youth is informed and, you know, into politics and all this. And I think that we tend to forget that most of the youth, you know, there is like a big disconnect, you know, and we always go back to this thing between rural areas, you know, like if you live in Dakar and stuff or chess or, you know, like the big urban stuff. I think like it becomes to how to connect the dots, right? For the people who might not necessarily be like us, you know, like always, you know, like watching a clip, you know, like a video clip or, or you reading a post somewhere or this and that, you know what I mean? Like, and we're, able to you know like to a certain degree connect the dots on if this guy is nominated to this post and he's giving a contract to this person what does that mean and why that's you know like you know like why that's not a proper thing to do so i feel it goes to showing people in simple ways like why it matters and why you should care about this so I'll give you a small anecdote. You know, all these people in power, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting paid with our tax money. You yes. Know? So we should definitely be involved because they basically work for us, you know. And especially um, the deputy, you know, they're yeah. the one who represents what we want to, what, what we want to do or our values. But most of the time, you know, we vote and then they do what they have to do regardless of our opinions. Man, let me tell you something. Um, the people, the, here's the thing, there is no accountability, right? Because speaking of the constitution, now one of the things that I will support, I know this is going to sound a little hypocritical, is to take away le pouvoir de dissolution de l'Assemblée nationale from the president, right? Is to do that completely. And also to abolish the list electoral. Here's what I mean by that, because it becomes a thing of, you know, obviously just, you know, because some people may not know how it works, you know, obviously, but I'm just going to say this, right? Like the way it works is you don't vote for a candidate. Like you don't vote for a human being who you look at that person and you say, you know what, this person right here, like I see some values in this person. They're going to represent me and my interests, like, you know, like back in the capital. You vote for a list. Obviously, you know some of the people on that list, but... You know, the list is one person, a person who's in charge, like a head honcho, gets to make the decision on who goes on that list in every department. So somebody may be a complete tool, a hack, and there's lots of them, right? But he has his connections, a little bit of money to spend on campaigning and so forth, and he gets on that list, you know, because, and the people are not voting for him, that person, but they're voting for that list. So for me, when we talk about these type of things, right, I feel like it's these type of things that we got to put to the people to say, hey, man, wouldn't you like it if it was somebody from your neighborhood that is voted to go to Assemblée Nationale? Like, and not necessarily somebody who you don't know. It's just like somebody who's on some list. But if there was accountability with like saying, we pick you and you're accountable to us, yeah, but let me tell you something. You can run as an independent as well. You in Senegal, that goes nowhere. You can, but that goes nowhere. Like on the field, that's it. Just it does just doesn't happen that way. People don't vote based on policies in Senegal. People vote based on loyalty. 
people vote based on tribalism. There's like policies and the nuance of of governance are not even a second thought. They're just, you know, not second or third or fourth on our life. People vote based on the necessities, like the very first necessities that you can solve or that you can help solve for them. Okay, so Paco, how do you think um, that the youth, can, the youth can change all of this or the, how, what do you think about the impact they can have um, in politics? Man, I don't, I don't even know where to start, bro. Man. I had this because, look, because, look, Obama was voted into the office um, because of the youth, right? Mm-hmm. The youth in the U.S. decided that, you know, we need to get out there and start voting and making yeah. sure uh, we have our voice. Now, if you go to Senegal, you're going to see many young people that are advocating for, mm. you know, rights and things like that. Yeah. So it's, it, well, it's starting, it's starting to come. Hold on. I, I will say something, though. I'm so sorry to say that. Like, it's many young people from certain areas, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I think for, for just, 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 just um, to come back to what Dema said, one of the points that he brought up is very important, especially. Like, I think the vote, when it comes to problem, the voters are not to blame. I don't think also if I'm deputy, also they are to blame. I think it's the system, the way it's, it's set up. Like say, this electorate, a lot of money you get, you know? Because you can be, you're voting and you're thinking that, the, you know what I mean? The list that you're voting for will put someone that will, you know, that someone that's there should represent you guys. But it's all politics, bro. You know, it's all about who knows the more people who can bring the more people, mm. who can get the more people to hop on buses and cut up it with their T-shirts or with their name on the T-shirts and all that to go vote for them? Who That's many the people, who can bring Sibene Janru, uh, you know, get you dig dig like set up a bash text and ashes, need that fee, need you, need this married to have fee, need your wife, a tama, you know what I'm saying? Who can bring more people to those type of events? It's the purpose. That's how it works, unfortunately. You feel me? Yeah, like? yeah, but now, that, see, that, 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 and the thing is, back, so, that, yeah. That, that goes back to my point where is the constitution um, best for our generation? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. and, and what, so that was just to, to come back to the point of that demo I brought up. So that's, we, we should, we need to change that system, you know, and that how, how we're going to change it is to have people that are willing to go to work and to change the system for us. And we need to vote for those people. And most of those people are people our age. But the thing mm-hmm. is, just the way, just growing up, all we hear about politicians is negative, bro. Most of the time. I'm not going to say that we have good politicians. We have definitely. But it's like, if you take maybe 20 politicians, maybe there's one. That's really, a, you, you feel me? So it's like just growing up. I'm not going to stigmatize you. It's like, Politician is just bad. So all people, our, our generation, you're gonna see a lot of people that want to get into politics, but it's like they're even scared because Bro. they might think about how people might look at them or think about them. You feel yeah, me? I mean, I hear you, I hear you on that, bro. But here's my thing, right? Mm. Which is the idea that this changing it from the inside thing, mm-hmm. man. The more I go, the less I believe in that theory, right? Which is that I believe that you know, like this, like trickle down of power. 
I think it's it's got to be a trickle up effect. It it has to happen by public pressure. You know, by public pressure, it has to go through. It's not going to be counting on a few people. Of course, that matters. Like a few people that you elect and who, you know, just by their sheer goodwill, are going to just change and clean up the whole system. You know, I, I, it just doesn't happen. You know, so for me, I believe that it goes by actually the bottom up, like the long road, which is like just getting people to understand, like, what does that mean for them? Because people don't necessarily, you know, like I was saying, people don't necessarily vote on uh, what, you know, the policies and they vote on what they can see affects them directly. So I feel like the more of those dots we can tie, you know, to say like, look, if this change right here that apparently has nothing to do with you, you know, some like bureaucratic jargon over somewhere there, this is the direct effect that it has for you. You know what I mean? Like, this is what it can mean. Like, the more of those dots that we tie, for me, that's when it will start to change from the bottom up. Hey. I can't go hold you. But hey, I think we touched on both on topics, you know. Let me. I love this conversation, man. I wish, uh, um, yes, sir. It was yeah, very smooth, you know. More time. I think the good part is that we listen to each other, so it's like we really, there's no, uh, you know. That too, but, I but really that's, appreciate that's, that. Yeah. But, but the thing is, you know, it, ha- it has to start from um, somewhere. So mm. let's, let's talk about, you know, how things are set up. You know, you have a chef de quartier who mm-hmm. basically is the one that manages the whole neighborhood, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he's a very old person. Yeah. You know? And then you have the, the mayor. Yeah. You know, the mayor is just a politician. He doesn't really care about the neighborhood. You know, um, growing up in my neighborhood in, in Dakar, in Jilinbay, when I was a kid, it was all nice. But when I went back last year, th- there was no road anymore. So those people don't really care about the, ne- the, the the people that lives in the neighborhood. But this is like, the thing, though. Don't you think that, bro, for example, the GDM Bay, for example, should have, like, a Instagram page or Facebook page where they give, like, news. But give, like, you know, it goes back to what Lamis is saying. Those people, yeah. the people they're governing don't have, have absolutely yeah. no clue who they are and it's set up that way it's yeah. set up for those people to just sit down and collect checks like you know how senegal for example right when yeah. you go to like mary like and you you know and you need a document or whatever no mm-hmm. half of the stuff they make you pay for you shouldn't pay for mm-hmm. <laughs> like it goes nowhere you know half of the stuff that you go like and you pay to get this document or whatever that should be free so, like, to go back to what you're saying, I agree. Those, but it's like Lamine is saying, they don't. This, the people in there don't necessarily care about. The, I'm not gonna say all of them because sometimes we fall into that to say, oh, they all bad, nobody cares, and this and that. But like, a lot of these people don't because there's no accountability. There's nobody coming to yeah. them saying, hey, what's up? What's this and this and that? Because the people don't care to ask. They only know what the president is doing. Plus, we pay property taxes, you know, in Senegal. Mm-hmm. So Dog, where's that money listen. going? Dog. And they're collecting right now, I'm telling you. Especially, like, that's how you know the state, you know, like, we're in a dire, like, fair financial thing. Absolutely, man. But all of these things, you know, people don't know about, like, no property taxes. 
I mean, to me, it's crazy. You know, we have many, many Airbnb properties in our neighborhood, people making money off of it. At least yeah. you should be paying something that will go back to the neighborhood. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of those properties uh, don't even belong to Senegalese people, too. Like, you know, like to start in the first place. So, uh, most <laughs> so they of them, need to pay more taxes. But here's exactly, but our tax system is kind of friendly to foreign investors. And most of the money they make from there, like in a lot of it, a good chunk of it don't go back into the Senegalese economy, you know. But that's a topic for another day. Um, yeah, actually, I think that should be the topic for next um for next for our next episode because I feel like some people should be taxed. Like like for example, the the Chinese business people, not all, some of them, or maybe most of them. Should be taxed because it's like, bro, the amount of cash these people manipulate. And the thing is, if the government is not taxing them, the street is taxing them. Because I don't know if you guys heard about the one that got robbed and like they took $96 million out of them. And they had it in cash in the store. Cash. Cash. Sam, bro. I don't trust anyone who has $96 million. $96 million cash, bro. So I don't trust the street, the street will tax them. So the go- I feel like it's money there for the government. Bro, that's more than you know like 200 grand. Hey man, cash, bro. Cash. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy. What? No, you make. But I think you know what? I'm gonna share with you guys the um that the, the link to the article. We read it, Please and you know, let's it. let's yeah. let's do that. Let's talk about Please it. Do. Absolutely, right, man. man. It was, was a pleasure, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. You know, just to add something else, um, I think we should also talk about how can we tax, um informal business people in, in, in Senegal because that's there are ways mm-hmm. there are yeah. ways there are ways but it's so imperfect you know but that's definitely a good conversation definitely a good conversation pull up in my cage I got a show today it's all I'm trying to do hustle and motivate choppers and throw away hustle the overweight that's why they follow me huh